0: We are busy with a new sermon series, uh, The Power of Resurrection. And today we are speaking about resurrected friendship. And I'd like to read to you from Luke this morning, Luke 24 from verse 13 to 35. And you might have um, picked up that we are talking about the walk to Emmaus, Luke 24 from verse 13. Their faces downcast. One of their, one of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things, he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and the rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death. And they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, uh, it is the third day since this took place. In addition, some of the women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said, but they did not see Jesus. He said to them, How foolish you are, and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which They were going. Jesus continued on as if he were going further. But they urged him strongly, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, And this is the word of God, and we say thank you for this word this morning. Friendship. <laughs> what is friendship? Thank goodness I came to Mceni because I met, I met my best friend here. I don't know if I've told you, but I've been married now two years <laughs> and four days. <laughs> but it's amazing when you meet that person, hey, if not just your, your spouse, but... Uh, uh, somebody that walks with you, that journeys with you uh, in life, that is able to know when you are going through hard times, when is able to know when when to say something when you are doing something wrong, just just pushing you into the right direction. Do you, any of you have a friend like that? Except th- those four there at the back, I know. But we all have a friend like that. But we actually have a bigger friend, and that friend is Jesus. Jesus is our best friend. Maybe you don't think so yet. But let me tell you that to have a friend um, like Jesus is the most amazing thing. So I'd like to read to you what characteristics a a true friend should have. A friend accepts you as you are, believes in you, calls you just to say hi. Doesn't give up on you, envisions the whole of you, even when unfinished parts. Forgives your mistakes, gives unconditionally, helps you, invites you over, just wants to be with you. Keeps you close at heart, loves you for who you are. Makes a difference in your life, never judges, offers support. Picks you up, quiets your fears, raises your spirits, says nice things about you, tells you the truth when you need to hear it, understands you, values you, walks beside you, explains things you don't understand, yells when you won't listen pushes you back to reality. A brother is born for times of adversity, but there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother sometimes. So I could just imagine Jesus walking uh, with these disciples, and they not knowing that it is Jesus. Jesus has just been resurrected. It's the day of resurrection, and Jesus is walking down that road to Emmaus. Because Jesus could have done anything on that day, and he could have appeared to anybody on that day, but Jesus had a plan, and he needed to appear to those two people on that day, those two disciples who were distraught, who were so depressed, who were, who just felt, oh, you know, when you felt, when you feel, just feel, oh, I don't know, is there off French word, just, um, Hey. Mudalus, mudder-less. mudderless, that's it. When just when you just feel mudderless, hey, and you just give up on 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 everything. And Jesus He walks and He walks past them. <laughs> and he knows exactly what He's doing because he's God. And He knows and He walks past those two disciples and then He then He tracks back a bit. And He's listening. He's listening to you and to me talking to each other. Talking about the things that are hurting us, the things that have been done to us, the things that disappoint us. And I can just imagine Jesus coming back and he's taken a step back. And he says, What are you talking about? Who are you talking about? And I can just I can picture it. Can you picture it? Jesus doing that in your life too? think it's going to be okay. But he's, he has to move back. But he knows exactly where these disciples are. He knows exactly who they are and what they are going through. And that's what true friends do. True friends stick. True friends journey with us through the bad and the good. When we are sad and when we are happy. When we need just a bit of encouragement. Jesus is there. Man, that's amazing. That Jesus appeared to those two disciples on that specific day of his resurrection. He appears to them at that specific time. There's a story about these two soldiers that were in the First World War. And they were best mates. And wherever they went they looked after each other, they had each other's backs. So when they were in the war and when they when, when they were fighting, the one got caught up in in a specific place and he was shot. And right around him was landmines and there were all the bob wire and, and his mate was in the is in the ditch, you know, those bunkers and he was trying to get to his friend. And as he wanted to go fetch his friend the sergeant pulled him back and said, no, don't waste your time, he's dead. And then the sergeant turned around and wanted to speak to somebody else. And Jim, he, he ran out and he went and fetched his friend and he crawled to his friend. And when he got to his friend, he got shot himself. But he was able to move his friend and pull his friend back all the way. And he was wounded so badly. And the sergeant was very upset with him. He said, why did you do that? Can't you see your friend is dead? What a waste of time. And as he was dying himself, he said, Sarge, it wasn't a waste of time. He said, when I got to him, the only thing that my friend was able to to say to me was, I knew you'd come for me. And so on this journey, these disciples, I think we need to realize that as we journey, that Jesus will also come for us. That he comes, he finds the lost sheep. Those that are lost, those that are confused, those that feel so lonely or depressed. And Jesus comes for us. When he comes for us. He points us in the right direction. <laughs> Jesus tells them, hey, don't you know these things? I'm telling you again, but these are the things that he goes back from Moses and he works all the way back to, 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 to where they are right now. That he had to die on the cross for their lives and for our lives. And so a good friend does that too. A good friend Sometimes tells us the things we don't want to hear. Stop it. Stop doing what you're doing. Stop seeing that person because it's not good for you, especially moms. They do that. They tell their kids, don't see that guy. See, sometimes we just, we need to hear those words from Jesus. Those words, because that's what makes this friendship with Jesus so unique, so amazing. Because Jesus will never tell you a lie. He will never tell you something that you do not need to hear. But that he will always encourage you as to what to do and how to do it and when to do it, with whom to do it. And sometimes we need to just do that with somebody else too. There's a young boy, his name's Mark, and one day he was walking down the street, and in front of him he saw another boy who was carrying all his stuff, and this boy tumbled and fell, and his name was Chris. And as as he reached Chris and he started helping him up, and he had all his school books, he had all his gym equipment, he had his rackets for his tennis, everything that was at his in his locker. Um, was lying on the floor and and Mark helped, helped Chris to carry it to his house. And when they got to Chris's house, they didn't know each other, but he helped him and, and Chris gave him a, some Coke and he made him a sandwich and they watched TV and they laughed. But they never became good friends. But they saw each other and they had respect for each other and they greeted each other in the corridors. But then one day, Chris said to Mark, do you know why I was carrying all that stuff? Because I was broken. My girlfriend had left me. And I needed somebody. I, I, I didn't know what to do and I was going to commit suicide. But on that day, you came along. And you picked, helped me pick up all my stuff. And you just walked with me and said it was going to be okay. You didn't even know what was happening. And so sometimes, to be a good friend, we just need to be, (laughs) we just need to be there because Jesus pitches up at the right time, at the right place. When we need him the most. Jesus gives us those encouraging words and he tells us that it's going to be okay. And as Jesus approaches um, Emmaus he wants to walk on but these, these, these disciples hear and they see and they say no come come to my house come to our house come come and have something you can stay over the night it's very difficult to bring somebody from outside into your house when you don't know those people you've done it I've done it scary sometimes but to be a good friend, or to, we need to be hospitable. We need to look after people in the best way possible. You see, because when we look after people, we know that Jesus himself will bless that friendship, will bless us with many a gifts. And on our journey, we will meet people that we need to be hospitable to. This week, one of my friends passed away. His name was Nick skuman He was 47 years old. And I'd known Nick from primary school, high school, uh, university. Um, I saw him when he got married. And then our lives just drifted apart. And on Sunday last week, he passed away from, from stomach cancer. 47 years old. But we journeyed together. And there's so often those times where he, he would I'd go to his house and his mom would just make us this amazing food, just invite us in, you know, all the friends. Never had a bad word to say about anybody, but just looked after everybody. And I wasn't there when he passed away. But I know that he's in a good place because he also knew Jesus. And then as they, as they sit and as they eat this meal, Jesus breaks the bread and their eyes are open. How amazing. How amazing a friend do we have in Jesus? Because friends will make you see what you need to see. And Jesus opens our eyes to make us see. And so often we don't, we don't live out our Christianity. We are too afraid to tell people, Hey, I'm a Christian. Very difficult sometimes to do just that. But maybe we need to do that more often so that people can see who we are. There's a story about Desmond Tutu. And his mother who were walking down the street. When they noticed this tall white man dressed in a black suit walking towards them. Before he and his mother could step off the sidewalk. This man stepped off and allowed Desmond Tutu and his mother to pass by. But you have to know that in that context that was not the done thing. Is that black people needed to move So that white people could pass. And Desmond Tutu tells. And he says. As they passed by the man tipped his hat. In a gesture to respect to Desmond Tutu's mom. And he was shocked. And asked his mother. Why the white man did that? And his mother explained that the white man was an Anglican priest. That he was a man of God. And that's why he did what he had to do. Desmond Tutu would later say, I decided then and then that I wanted to be an Anglican priest too. And what is more, I wanted to be a man of God. See, Jesus' friendship with us is amazing. He comes to where we are, where we are in need. He journeys with us. He directs us in the right direction. And he opens and he is hospitable to us. And he also opens our eyes to see what needs to be done or seen. And so maybe you go and leave this place today. Maybe you haven't had a relationship with Jesus in a long time. Maybe you have felt alone. Or maybe you felt depressed or lonely. Or maybe your kids are just giving you uphill. I don't know. But maybe today, and maybe you don't have a friend. Maybe today you can find Jesus again. Maybe today when we come and kneel here and receive communion, that you can... Ask Jesus to come into your life again. Because he wants to be your friend. As he is mine. Let us pray. Mighty God, we just say thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you are our God. Thank you, Jesus, that you want to be our friend and our brother. Thank you that we are able to learn from you, Jesus that you come when we are in need, that you, that you guide us, that you always, always welcome us into your home, and that you open our eyes to see. We pray, Lord, that you'll do that right now. For we know, Lord, that there are people that do not have friends, there are people that need some encouragement today we know lord that there are people that need just a place to to feel welcome we know lord that our eyes need to be opened so that we can see what you want us to see and so we say thank you for the resurrection and the power that it holds And that you want to be our friend. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.